0: time to talk baseball to wrap up the fast lane you can listen to more of these thoughts and full breakdown of the trade deadline later this week on the foul ball area podcast where the man who's joining us right now hosts along with me Matt Atkins he uh, he's the co-host of the foul ball area podcast along with me at foul ball area facebook twitter instagram and Matt let's let's go into it with the ODU grad the Goochland native Justin Verlander is heading back to Houston. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, one? The Mets selling their two biggest moves, you know, the past couple of years, and then obviously uh, Justin Verlander going back to Houston.
1: Yeah, well, it's uh, it's disappointing for the Mets that that didn't work out. Signing uh, Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander back to back years, and then pairing them together this year. Uh, everyone, you know, thought that was going to be a, a big, good move for the Mets and put them into World Series contention, and it just hasn't worked out. Now they're both gone. Verlander, like you said, back to the Astros. He was one of the the players that everyone thought was going to be moved today. Uh, just weren't sure where. And of course, he had a no trade clause in his contract, so he kind of got to choose where he went. Pretty much, there was some rumors he might end up in Baltimore. The Orioles obviously needed a starting pitcher at the deadline, and uh, there were a lot of a lot of people saying that he was going to end up going to the Orioles, but he ends up back in Houston a, a legitimate world series contender as well they're only half game out of first place in the American League West and uh, you know he just won a world series with them last year so uh, i think it's a good move for the astros a good move for verlander uh, i think they're the winners here in the mets just i don't know what what they're doing if they're uh, i mean they're not in contention this year now and so i don't know where they go from here
0: yeah they simply basically with the way they're they're keeping the, some of the money from these two deals that bought in prospects uh, through those two moves but you touched on the Baltimore Orioles and that's really why I wanted to bring you on along with the trade deadline was uh, you know I guess the local team here and we do have some breaking news from ESPN's Jeff Passon that the Baltimore Orioles are acquiring right-handed pitcher from the St. Louis Cardinals Jack Flaherty uh, you always get that starting pitcher they 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 needed Jack Flaherty seems to be back into form after his past couple of starts but uh what do you first what is your uh, initial reaction to that move
1: well, that's good. I just saw just a few minutes uh, before I got on here. I saw Joel Sherman had said that Jack Flaherty was expected to be traded here in the last couple minutes of the trade deadline. Uh, he didn't know where though. So now, like you said, Jeff Passan saying Flaherty's going to the Orioles. I think that's a good move because that's that's what the Orioles needed to do today: is get a starting pitcher, go out there, bolster their rotation, and you know really strengthen themselves up for a for a postseason run for a, a shot at a World Series. And so I think that they accomplished that by getting Jack Flaherty and he's a, he's someone that we expected to be traded today. So uh, a little surprising that it took this long, but you know, like we said, the Orioles probably were hoping to end up with Verlander. And so then they had to kind of rethink some things and scramble a little bit and go after the next best pitcher on the market. So they go after Jack Flaherty and say, I like that move. I think it'll be good for them. That's really what they needed to do today. So they, they accomplished what they needed to get done.
0: Do you think they have enough now to uh, to win a World Series?
1: I think they do. I think they did before. You know, the way they... I mean, I, they just had to go out and get a little, bit, a little bit more. But I think they're already a really solid, complete team. I mean, they're the best team in the American League right now. They've overtaken the Rays. They're in first place in the AL East, and I, they're just playing really good baseball. So, to be honest, I think they could have been fine if they didn't make any move at the deadline. But I think that... Going out there and getting a, a top pitcher like Flaherty, I think it's only going to help them. So I think they are they are set to make a run at the World Series right now. Was there a move
0: you saw? And obviously, we still have five minutes left. And there's always a, a deal that gets in right at the wire. Uh, is was there a deal you saw? Um, you know, maybe it's uh, uh, Brad Hand going to the, to your Braves uh, that that you saw that you were, uh, you know, maybe your favorite deal of this, you know, trade deadline period?
1: You know, it's been a little uh, a little lackluster for me. Obviously, we were all hoping for Shohei Otani to get traded, and the Angels came out last week and said they were keeping him. Uh, and so that was kind of the the big move everyone wanted to see that got taken away from us. And nothing else that crazy has happened. Um, I mean, I, I like Verlander going back to Houston Reuniting him with the team where he just won a Cy Young Award, just won a World Series. Uh, I like that move. The Padres' move was really surprising for me. They got Rich Hill and G. Choi from the Pirates. I did not expect that from them. I don't know why they're you know going out there and getting players at the deadline. They they should be sellers right now, but they're buying. Uh, that was really surprising. So I don't know what's going on in San Diego. They are I think just five games out of the wild card, so it's not unthinkable that they could make a postseason run, but. It's been a disappointing season for them. I thought they would have been selling. And, you know, they have a couple guys that I thought they would have gotten rid of, that they would have moved, that they're still holding on to. So the Padres have been a a surprise at this deadline. So I I, I guess that would be my favorite move because I just didn't see it coming, them trading for Rich Hill and G-Man Choi.
0: That's a a good one. Interesting. I I like uh, Tommy Pham going... Going to the Diamondbacks. Obviously, the Mets are trying to sell as much as they can, but the Diamondbacks, who are sitting kind of in the middle right now, and Half or excuse me, three only three and a half games back in the West, and they're contending in the Wild Card, currently tied for the last Wild Card spot with the Marlins and the Brewers. So I, I like getting another bat to a to a young lineup in Tommy Pham. So I will go with that one. Is there a move? Is there was there a move that you were like, kind of like I can't. This is not a good trade for for the team acquiring the player? Were you, you know, maybe even shocked by one? What was maybe your least favorite move?
1: Uh, You know, I got to say, I'm not too excited about Brad Hand going to the Braves. I mean, he's fine. He's decent. um, But I just, I feel like there were better pitchers that the Braves could have gone after. I think they probably should have gone after a starting pitcher instead of a reliever. They just got a reliever last week from the Rockies. So uh, going out there and getting another relief pitcher from the same team, I, I, I feel like they should have been you know, making a move for one of the top starters like Lorenzen or Flaherty or uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, so I, I'm a little disappointed by that move that the Braves made.
0: Braves fan Matt Atkins doesn't like what the Braves did. The Yankees have only acquired... Uh, a, a, a uh, relief pitcher from the White Sox in Keenan Middleton. And we won't even get into that. You want more reaction to the trade deadline? Listen to the upcoming Foul Ball Area podcast. Matt, uh, want to let our listeners connect with you. How can they do that?
1: Uh, you can connect with me uh, on Twitter at Matt Kings News or with the podcast at Foul Ball Area. Like Trey said, we'll have our episode out later this week breaking down everything going on in this year's trade deadline.
0: There you have it, Matt Atkins from the Foul Ball Area Podcast. My man, it was good to hear from you. Thanks for uh, hopping in the fast
1: lane. Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: That will do it for today's show. Ty, uh, how do you feel? Day two of this, you, you feeling good?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. All right. I mean, day two, we got three more days left.
0: All right. Well, shake off the nerves so you don't drop your phone to start the show today. So no, for tomorrow,
1: I didn't. Usually, I always happy. I just never paid attention to my phone. Hey,
0: we'll we'll get better. We'll get better. Yeah, you did good today. I appreciate you coming in this week. Uh, in a busy time for you uh, with what you do uh, in the summer with your summer job. So uh, I appreciate yes. you coming in and and helping out. While Ed is, uh, we'll just say sipping my ties on the beach he does have two two twin four-year-olds so i don't know no
1: we do not take no more we don't take no more kids be we done uh, well I, I, we're more. not we're doing good. that
0: no we 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 don't have babysitting that is not in my job <laughs> description uh ed ed is with his kids and his wife at the beach having a good time sipping my ties like i said but that will do it for today in the fast lane tomorrow we'll have a great show for you we're working on some guests so stick to at trey Lyle vt at Ty tracy 90 we'll have uh, the show lineup out for you also at fast lane ed lane give us your thoughts on the show today Thanks so much for listening to The Fastlane.